March is a month that is beginning with an incredible amount of intensity, but also healing, restorative justice, power. There's so much going on in March that I have decided to talk about it in two astrology reports. So this is part one, and it covers March 1st to March 18th. FYI, I'm extremely passionate in the first segment. I calm down later on, but I think that that level of passion is something that is important to be brave enough to let other people hear. So come on in, my friends. Let's have our March astrology report. In order to understand what is happening at the 1st of March and why it feels so intense, I think it is important for us to go back to about the middle of February. As we know, astrology isn't something that begins and ends as a month turns, right? This is a conversation and a flow, almost like a piece of music. And so what we heard in the, in the previous verse impacts how we experience the second verse and the third. And so if we wanted to think about this in terms of the song that we are playing, a major moment that we had last month came about on February 15th when we had a conjunction of Venus and Neptune. We also had Pallas going direct, and Pallas is the planet of justice, well, asteroid, sorry, of justice. It is also the asteroid that represents integration and respect of the feminine form. Now, I have to laugh. Last month, I said that we would be experiencing miracles, and because I said something happy as the title for my podcast, it was the least viewed astrology report that I have had in the last year. And I think part of the reason is this. When people are experiencing things that are difficult or when people are having the opportunity to come into great healing, sometimes they resist it. And sometimes when you are in a space that feels unhappy for a moment, you actively hate and avoid people who are happy or who you perceive to be happy. Because you think that when a person says something positive, it must mean that they have nothing else that's difficult going on in life. And this is how people separate themselves from loved ones, friends, family, and really great teachers. And this is part of the Venus-Neptune healing conversation that is going on. Neptune is not a planet that is easy to deal with, especially in its harder harmonic. In fact, Neptune is probably the hardest planet to deal with right along with Saturn. And guess what? Last February, we also had a conversation on going with Venus and Saturn. And that conversation is going to go on again in March. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to my February astrology report, go back and do it because I left a lot of great details in there about what is going on. And I'm going to continue the story from there now. On a personal note, I have to tell you that there are so many projects that I have been working on as a psychopomp and as a person who has been working to clear the energy of Jesus and Mary that have popped and that are having positive forward movement. There are so many things that I was carrying that I have been able to let go of. And why I'm excited about that is I know that it means that we are at this space where we are about to have great universal healing. But people have to be willing to get out of their own way. People have to be willing to do something different. People have to be willing to make change. And there are forces that push on us from the outside and in our communities to stop us from doing that. And I think that right now, a lot of people are meeting that point with themselves. And I think that honestly and truly the first half of March, four people who need it are going to experience it just like that.
Now, before we get into the planets for March, I do want to talk about one of these justice things that is happening. I have been helping to support people who experienced violating behavior in Maryland at the hands of the church. And I started telling this story last week in Psychopomp Stories, and the story is called Beyond the Keepers, Exploring the Dark Web of Joseph Maskell. In the last few years, you will have noticed that I took time off from doing public ceremonies and public sessions, and that I've been talking about working with Jesus stuff, and that I've been talking about working on things that were really hard and dangerous, and I'm going to come forward now, as Palace has, thank you, Palace, and I'm going to say that I have been working on ceremony to disempower this big web of energy in Maryland, but also around the world. I've been to France, I've been to England, all over Canada, participating in taking apart the energy toeholds that very seriously negative entities had placed into, I guess, people who call themselves teachers of Christ, who, who do nothing related to the teachings of Jesus based on what we know their behavior has been. And I'm using my language very carefully here out of respect for anyone who may have had one of these experiences because it is so widespread. In between recording part one and part two and the documentary that I'm putting out, um, we in had this major thing happen where there was a legal, a legal case put forward um, that identified that like a lot of people here had been hurt in this way. And the court proceedings of that, they requested to place in the public, and that first request was denied back in December, and it was an awful, awful thing. And just Friday, whoo, the documents are going to be put out. And we are moving forward on another huge wave of justice for these people, and the same thing has been happening around the world. And the reason why I mention it here is, one, if you're interested in hearing the story and why I've had to be away from the public and what I've been doing now, I can come forward and tell you because it's burst and it's safe to. It, this thing was ugly and it tried to kill me multiple times. And if anybody who has come into this podcast has had to engage with it or had personal experiences with it, just know that you are loved and that uh, that thing is getting haunted and pushed out of this universe and that if you need support, contact me. And the reason I'm saying this and just spent two minutes and 50 seconds on it in an astrology report is because this layer and this level of truth and justice is what we're going to continue seeing. And this is a huge part of the healing that I was talking about. All right. If you're still here after that introduction and first part, congratulations, because those are some difficult topic matters, but that is the intensity that marches, and that is why I've decided to do it in two reports, because honestly, to listen to that for as long as it would take me to go through all these planets would be almost unbearable, and why bother? <laughs> so um, March is going to be kicking off with a bang. So you have probably been seeing the news about this integration of Jupiter and Venus and how Jupiter and Venus were in a line with the moon and how Jupiter and Venus are getting closer and closer and closer together. This is a very important part of the healing that is going on. And this is a very important part of switching to Age of Aquarius as well as the harmonic upgrade that I'm always talking about. And this is the reason why. Venus and Jupiter represent mother and father of creation. Creator, 
the creator of our universe split themselves into two and they take many forms and two of those forms are masculine and feminine and those are the forms that we are currently into working on integrating and perfecting as people and experiencing and expressing and this separation of mother and father creator and there was a direct and intentional separation of mother and father creator by evil beings who sought to control this universe and most especially planet earth is really what we have been cleaning up and healing from in the last epoch and it really is the ceremony that i've been engaged in my whole entire life and my husband as well this is what we work on and if you want to hear more of this story i did tell it in um the rekindling the feminine energy spectrum podcast it didn't get a lot of listens because people weren't interested in anything to do with feminine energy it's just one of those times where we reject the things that we probably need to hear that would be very interesting so if anybody at this pass feels like listening to it i'm going to link it here and it's there i tell a lot more of the story about mother and father creator and their separation and how jesus and mary are teachers of them and how they really represent the embodiment of that energy as far as i'm concerned and it just it's a deep dive into energy and part of the healing that is ongoing in this universe as mother and father creation energy is healing it is sparking changes in this universe related to the order of creation which is the truth of our universe being implemented things have been wonky things have been not happening the way they should be and things have been unfair and unjust for an incredibly long time all right we have to admit that and the the church in baltimore thing that i talked about is a perfect example of that and we know people who are in power holding positions we know social structures and political structures that are unfair and we experience the brunt of it as people who live in this world and part of why all this has been able to happen is because there's other energies from other places who have been messing with us and they planted mind viruses here and they colonized us and they messed with us and so a lot of the things that people call the harder harmonic of human nature i don't know to be the truth of humans and we are healing that and i think that part of the reason people have such a hard time welcoming themselves back home is because they have these pressures pushing on them from the other side and so another reason why february and march are going to be difficult for people is that people are realizing that there has been influences in their lives maybe in their energy community maybe in their energy team maybe they have been the influence who has been hurting other people or that has been listening to sources that don't have the best for this universe or even the best for them as people in their sources that scares people and so if you want to hear more about that i recorded a podcast signs unexpected signs you are experiencing a negative entity and that will tell you a little bit more about that as we move into <laughs> so see there's so much going on as we start march okay we have venus and jupiter that are coming closer and closer together and on the second we have a close approach and a conjunction of venus and jupiter so that's like the a key touchstone moment in our harmonic adjustment that is a really good moment for mother father creator and that's a really good moment for the order of creation so if you're interested call forth and connect to the order of creation in your spiritual practice get on the bus if you're not already on it we also have mercury moving into pisces now we know that mercury is an important planet for right now mercury has been around for every important conjunction that we had last month we know mercury was shouted out on december 21st at solstice mercury is about a truth 
Mercury is about the medical institution and systems, which is seeing a lot of change happen. Mercury is about the journey. And Mercury can also be about visibility, especially as it is meeting its work with Vesta and um, Pallas. So on the second, we've got Mercury moving in Pisces. We've got the close approach and conjunction of Venus and Jupiter. And that is a lot. So on the third, then we have Saturn semi-sextile Pluto. Not going to talk about that as much, but astrology nerds will want to know that that is happening. On the 7th, we have the full moon entering Virgo. We also have Pisces, or Saturn entering Pisces. So Saturn right now has been representing the prison sometimes, and the prisons we keep on ourselves, and the prisons within. So in February, we had a Saturn saturn and venus communications and we had saturn solar conjunction we are still very much feeling that saturn solar conjunction saturn represents the limitations we place in ourselves saturn represents the ways that we shut our minds off from hearing things that are going to be good for us saturn represents everything that i talked about in the first segment and that's the harder harmonic of saturn in the higher harmonics of saturn it's it's more of a expressy flowy pointed poignant energy that helps you identify things that you need to um, boost up it helps you be efficient it helps you integrate forms and so as saturn makes its way through these planets i also feel that it is showing people where their prisons are and that's another reason why it feels super super uncomfortable right now and why people have been feeling like some people have been feeling like shutting off a whole lot of other people are turning on and don't judge yourself for where you are. Just be where you are, okay? Now, on the 9th, I think it's a really good day to make a wish for this universe. The Wishing Well cluster is just moving around. It's well-placed. It's going to be easy to view for people who work with telescopes, especially here from the north. And so if that's a thing, just make a wish. A dream is a wish your heart makes, you know? Maybe it'll come true. I think we've been living through some really difficult times. And I think that hope is being restored as the order of creation is being restored and as justice is being restored. And I think that as people come to the truth with themselves, even the truth they didn't want to see, what is going to happen is they feel vindicated and they feel like they can forgive themselves. You know, it doesn't mean that you get to give up the responsibility of what autonomy is or what taking care of yourself is, but if you've been having a weird demonic entity messing with you for the last few years, which for real, some of the people in my real life who are going to be listening to this have, you get to know that that was the thing that is happening. Yes, you now need to know how to protect yourself from it. And yes, now you need to heal yourself from it. But hey, that wasn't all of you. And doesn't it feel good to know that? Yes. So allow yourself to be vindicated as you're going through this process. Now, on the 15th, we have a Neptune solar conjunction. And then on the 16th, we have Venus entering Taurus. So here we go with the Venus-Neptune thing again. Venus is big mom energy. This is an energy that represents the feminine highest harmonic, what we experience as feminine energy in this universe. And it is within all of us. It is that universal love feeling that you get whenever you first kind of like realize what it really means to be connected and it is my sincere hope that as Neptune meets solar conjunction, it shines that light into the darkest parts of people's selves 
that are remaining if they're ready for it and just helps them love themselves there. So a lot of this all comes back to whether we are able to have compassion for ourselves and whether we are able to show ourselves love. Because if we can't do that, we have a really hard time doing it for other people and we have a really hard time understanding how it could work as a fundamental principle of this universe. And a lot of people have a hard time with it because they've never really been shown it in their personal life. And I mean, like going back to the example I gave at the beginning for people here going to the church. Well, according to this attorney general's report, there wasn't a parish that was untouched by this problem. And so a lot of people who might have been going for help were meeting an actual for real predator when they did it. And that happens over and over again. These people are in schools. And that's not just people doing it that way, but people who have demonic entities are in schools, they're hockey coaches, they're the kid down the street. I'm not trying to create this idea of an us-them mentality. It's that people got hurt. People got latched onto. And because they weren't told the tools to heal themselves from it with, or because some of the people who were supposed to be showing them how to heal themselves from it with were either part of it or didn't, they just never learned to begin with, they never got the chance. And that sucks, dude. That sucks. And now they're going to get the chance. And so, again, I'm saying this a lot because I know that people in my audience need to hear it. A whole other expression of Neptune, the highest harmonic of Neptune, high creativity, high self-expression, feeling like you are at the top of your game, whatever that game might be. Because Neptune is all about clear source connection. And when we have Neptune with Venus entering Taurus, Taurus is very grounded. Taurus is very action-oriented. And Taurus will help you get things done. So set yourself up a creation plan. Set yourself up a self-discovery plan. And really have the strength and the courage to put it in motion. Sometimes when we go through months like what this month is going to be, like at least the first half of it, we as energy people and energy sensitive people might be very acutely aware that the people around us are going through a lot and we might feel it around us. Sometimes the best thing we can do is give people the space to do their work and the space to do their healing and just get right on down with whatever it is that we want to do because they will get there and everybody needs to have the free will choice to make their journey and to get where they're going to. And we don't have to be in the middle of the fray as they're doing it. In fact, we're wasting our energy if we do. So finding that space of self-awareness and self-discovery within all of this is a really great way to have the highest harmonic experience with it all. On the 17th, we have Mercury Superior Solar Conjunction. And I think this is going to represent a huge touchpoint moment where people who have been working on it or people who are already there get to have a new layer of connection with their inner world. As I told you in February's astrology report, and also in January, we're in a major transition cycle right now. And part of what we're doing right now is leading ourselves up to equinox, which happens on the 20th. And so as we're making our way through all of these planets, we are, for those who need it, touching the hard parts. For those who have already been there, done that, you're having the higher harmonic bits. And don't be ashamed of your happiness. Don't be ashamed if you're doing well and don't go looking for problems if there aren't any. That is a false loop that sometimes people get into. Now, as we have the 19th, Mercury enters Aries and we have a conjunction of the moon and Saturn. So Mercury entering Aries, a significant point that I am going to pick up in part two of the astrology report. 
I just wanted to note that <laughs> on the 20th, the sun is in Aries. That's equinox. And that that is going to be a significant turning point, transition point in how the journey feels. So a little bit more on that next. Along with all of the planetary stuff that I talked about just now, we have also had significant solar activity. At the time of recording, we have been having uh, shimmering basically at the top of our ionosphere that has been rippling through the geomagnetic structure of the planet. And that is happening, as you know, in alignment with these other conjunctions and these other planetary happenings. And it's striking the chords of healing or it's helping to raise I guess the frequency of the healing and accelerate it, this is a good thing. However, it can feel very difficult to move through this type of intensity. It can feel emotionally difficult. It can feel like you're going to jump out of your skin. You can feel anxiety. You can feel like you don't know what to do. And the reason why it feels like this is because most people have never been taught what to do. And even if you do know what to do, this is one of those moments where doing basically every single thing that you possibly have in your arsenal to help you is going to be the best thing because it is so intense. And as energy works, the faster that you get yourself into alignment with the new harmonic, the sooner you feel more comfortable. And so while some people kind of take these moments to do things like tuck into substances or do self-destructive behavior to try to lessen the feeling of intensity, the best thing really to do is to find yourself ways to get yourself in harmonics and to just lean into whatever it is you're experiencing in a positive way, not a negative one, and allow yourself to take the lessons for what it is. Set boundaries if that's what you need to do. Ground your energy if that's what you need to do. Look at an unhealed wound if that's what you need to do. Express your creative energy if that's what you need to do. There are so many different ways to support energy flow, and allowing yourself to flow your energy is going to help you feel the dissipation. It is going to help you feel that adjustment that your body and your soul are calling for right now. This is something I've been writing about on my blog and that I also have personal training opportunities available for. So recent articles I released this month that you might find interesting, one about energy looping and how people might be having excessive rumination right now. When you have thoughts rolling around in your head over and over and over again to the extent that it's uncomfortable, that indicates excess energy and there is something you can do about it. I wrote about that something in this article. If you are feeling really jittery, really anxious, like you can't calm down, that is a sign you need to get grounded. High impact energy and planetary events like what we are having right now have that impact on people, myself included. This is something that you can work with. So read the Great Grounded article. Now, at the basis of my training, and one of the reasons why my method happened to begin with, is that <laughs> other spiritual practices that I was finding and other energy tools that I was finding didn't really help me with any of this. and Or they helped me a little bit, but I would have to do like three or four different things. So I designed and developed a method of self-connection and energy alignment, and it sits at the basis of the Indie Crow method, and it's called the Energy Pillar. And I now have the Energy Pillar with a guided meditation and just a little website you can sign into that you can gain access to. So doing the energy pillar and especially the crystalline core part is extremely grounding at this time. So anybody who has soul compass, anybody who's done any of my other training, you all know the energy pillar. So just remember that it works for you and that it's there. Connect to the crystalline core of the earth and vibe with this. Call your soul and allow yourself to do the healing. Thing number two, I have 
20 copies of Soul Compass that are here and ready to go. So if you have been wanting to order a book from me, and in particular, if you're living in America, this is probably the best way to do it. I'll post a link for it there. I also wanted to say that I am willing to take on a couple of people for energy management consultations and for personal excellence training. If that sounds appealing to you, you can email me at katieindycrow at gmail.com. My standard for anybody who wants to work with me right now is I'm not willing to do anything for you that you are not willing to do for yourself. So if you're coming to me expecting me to lift your spiritual load, I am not the person that is right. I'm a person that teaches people how to work with energy to be their best selves. And that could be in terms of sports performance, business performance, school performance, creative performance, as well as how to get their energy bodies in alignment and getting their skills online. I am a person who firmly believes in empowerment through giving people tools and showing people how to help themselves. And so if that is who you are and that is how you like to get things done, I may be the right person to work with you. Shout me out if you feel so inclined. Having said all of that, it is time for me to get back to ceremony. This has been an incredibly busy time. But I'm really happy because I'll be honest, the last two years of life and doing ceremony around everything I've had to do has been terrible, miserable, awful. <laughs> and it's such a relief for it to finally be ending. And it's such a relief to finally see things going well. Uh, and it's such a relief to finally get to talk to you a little bit more about it. Because I know you've been wondering. And so thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for being here. I'll be back with more Crow Medicine soon. Your friend, Katie Indy Crow.